Hey everybody, it's Rev DDT back for another broadcast. So uh, yesterday, yeah, I did a broadcast yesterday and doing another one, back-to-back broadcast. Uh, I was thinking yesterday when I got back to the house that I'd left some loose ends on yesterday's broadcast. I wanted to tie some stuff up, tie up those loose ends, a couple of them. Uh, there's like three that I can think of. There's probably a hundred of them, but anyway. So we'll start off with the one thing that I noticed this morning, which was the, which I noticed in the morning. I go outside and check the 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 atmosphere. You know the if you want to call it the ether or whatever, just the atmosphere. Just what does it, what does it feel like outside? Is it tense? Is it mellow? And um, I was talking about that, and I kind of got into it a little bit, but not very much. I kind of wanted to elaborate on that to start this off, and then we're going to some other stuff. Now, <coughs> excuse me, I'm out here walking again. I am your roaming broadcaster. <laughs> now I just uh, go for walks every day, and I, yeah, when I leave the house, a lot of uh, a lot of things come to mind that I don't normally have come to mind when I'm at home. So I get a lot of really brilliant ideas when I walk. Uh, and, um, and then also some not so brilliant, like we all do, right? So here's my friends, the dogs. I'm up here on Inglewood, back a kid who lived across the street from these people right here where the dogs are, I grew up with. And he doesn't live there anymore. But these dogs do. Hi, doggies, how's it going? Hey, little buddy. He's by himself, he doesn't feel good. Well, hello there, hi. It's good to see you this morning. Well, hello. Hi. Hi, doggies. <laughs> yeah. Say hello. Good morning, everybody. You're welcome. Have a nice day. You're welcome. I said thank you. Did you hear that? Speaking in syllables. Thank you. Thank you. See that? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Cat does that. She started picking that up. I noticed that just this year. Just, just this year. A lot. I've been paying attention to it. She's... Using syllables uh, with her voice, and she talks to me. She'll go, I'll go say, how are you? She'll go, I'm fine. Or she'll come in, she'll go, like that when she meows. Or she'll say, hi. Come like, this morning, she'll come in, hi. I'm like, hi. We have a conversation for a few seconds, and then and I'm talking like her meows. I'm not talking like she's like, walking up saying, hey, I know how you're doing today. I hope you're doing really good today because I'm having a great, fantastic day. Oh, it's so beautiful outside. Wouldn't you like to come outside? No. That actually probably would be more of a dog doing that. <laughs> Off the hook, you know. Catch probably more like, dude, what's happening, man? Say, man, let me slide up on your lap there. Oh yeah, well, this is nice. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Let's make. I'm gonna make some biscuits for a second and get that cooch down in your lap here and go to sleep now. Oh yeah, and you're like, good God, quit climb my lap, <laughs> you know. Cat's <laughs> all mad that you bite your hand, runs off. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you have. If you're raising Callie, she does sometimes. She, she gets persnickety. How's that a word? Yeah, okay. Persnickety. <laughs> sometimes. I'll swat you. Whack! Don't touch me on my back. Oh, wait. Five seconds ago, I was. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Whack! Okay. Okay, anyway. On with the subject. Where were we? Oh, yeah. Atmosphere. Huge difference today from yesterday. But yesterday, it wasn't even really that tense the air wasn't today not so tense but it's, it's like backed off a little bit ebb and flow been talking about that for a while you guys there's an ebb and flow to all this and um anyway so days when it's real super staticky i've noticed that um there's no resistance to it's really weird you'd think there'd be resistance to what you could do with the you know what cooperation you could get out of the energy the field that's around us because it does cooperate with us sometimes sometimes it doesn't because but it's not the, the energy field it's us we're the ones that get out of sync with it see 
we get out of sync with God. Let me, let me put it this way. You ever heard that phrase, you know, the Lord's in front of you. He's guiding you because you're your shepherd. You're following behind him, but you follow closely to him. Or you go look at the Psalms and you'll see a lot of closeness to God in the Psalms. But you also come across Psalm 91, which talks about being, starts off with being under the shadow of his wing and remaining there. And, and, and even, listen, I hear, I, okay, I wasn't even going to talk about this, but I guess God wants to. There's a lot of men, young men, a lot of older men too, as, I, as I've been a minister for a lot of years, um, 40-something years now. And uh, the, uh, I do all kinds of ministry, but a lot of it's uh, praying for people. And actually, that is the amount of it. It's all praying for people. And then some of it, it requires laying on hands or whatever, you know, and you're just on when you go. People get healed, get set free, or counsel or whatever. People call me, counsel, or come to my house. A young lady come over just a few weeks ago, and then yesterday we talked a little bit too on some other topics on one of our other daughters. And, you know, just people that we minister to, we help out, we, we lift up, we kind of bounce ideas off each other, and we pray. And what I, it's not pray just so it'll calm us down and get us out of our hearts or whatever. It's to get God involved. God is real. And a lot of people don't believe that, but He is. And, uh, God's a father, too. So I call him he. Son came, revealed him, said, the father's in me. He didn't say the mother was in me. He said, the father is. Come on, people. Okay, so let's stop splitting hairs over that. Let's just get on with it. However you approach God, whatever way you do, that's fine with me. I don't care. I'm not here to even lecture you on that. Even I started to a little bit. But here's what it is. You're following after him. Even when you're in sin, you do not run away from him. You don't. You you work at getting out of it, obviously. But you don't, and you don't remain in it, obviously. You know. But you rely on him, his strength, to get you out of it, get you through it, to get you over these things, right? That's been the difference in my life. And I was looking at that yesterday. It's huge difference in my life of how I've been able to actually overcome some of the things that have plagued me since childhood, even. You know. And it's because of that one thing right there. It's that relationship, and it's built on that. If it wasn't for that, I'd be, dude, I'd be dead. I wouldn't even be here. Many times over. If one of them would have took me out. One of those times it would have took me out completely. You know, and there was a bunch of those. Fuck, man, I lived in a state of trauma for a lot of years. Trauma after trauma after trauma. It was like daily. And most of it wasn't even coming from me. It was coming from people I was around. Your environment has everything to do with your freaking... has everything to do with your dreams. It's got everything to do with you. It's got everything... I mean, think about this. Go to a house that has a beautiful front yard, right? It's nice and lush, and you can tell the grass is good, it's lush, it's not lumpy, it doesn't have crabgrass or anything else growing in it, no dandelions or anything, and you go, how in the hell? Ah, it's the care the person gives that. Now, he may like call Lucky Lawn to come out and do your lawn every week or every two weeks or whatever they do, fertilize it and keep all the dandelions out by hitting it with weed and feed or whatever. Something which we can do ourselves too, by the way. Just go to Zamzel's, get some weed and feed, hit your lawn with it, take care of your dandelions. Anyway. So, I watched this cycle that people go through in my neighborhood. Because in Boise, they like to have green grass. And I'm just still talking about the atmosphere, by the way. So, I watched this cycle people go through. And they won't be able to keep it up for a while. And then pretty soon, they, they, uh, the grass will be nice and lush. Because they'll be hitting it with just this loving care. And then when they give up on it, it starts to fade and stuff. And some people, they still keep watering it even. They still keep taking care of it. But they may have, like kick back a little bit. Maybe they don't have the money to put into it or something. Here's what it is. You look at your yard, your front yard, your backyard, and you can see the owner of that property, whoever owns that property, that's who spells on that property. If I'm going to put it to you this way. I don't mean spell like magic, but kind of in a way. That's whose uh, energy is on that property. 
It looks that way because of the person who care who lives there. It's their care. It's personal. It's actually personal. Your whole freaking house is personal. It shows you personally. If your house is cluttered, your life is cluttered. You can't think straight. <laughs> Go un unclutter your life. Unclutter your you see, it has to do with self-care. And when you get up in the morning, I walk outside to feel the temperature of the air. And the weirdest thing is, is the days I think that there won't be any high magic, I won't be able to like switch a stoplight or something like that, or whatever, whatever, just whatever cooperation you get with the field. The days that it's fucking static, I think it's not going to be fucking, and it, and it hits at random. It's like, you can't really gauge the ebb, ebb and flow, but you know it's there. It exists, but it's hard to gauge it. And I think the reason why is because it's universal. It's not just your own space or the space in this city where you live or the freaking people you're around or anything like that as much as it is more so universal. The universe is inside of you and outside of you. Oh, my God. You're not going to believe this. Guess what I walked up to? I got another gemstone. <laughs> this is a green one. Oh, my God. That's so cool. Oh, it's polished. It's pretty. Yeah, man. I'm not kidding you. I keep finding these gemstones when I walk. I asked God years ago to lead me to gemstones when I walk, because I like to find gemstones, but I'm in a city, so and I thought, man, that might be kind of hard. Then I started thinking, wait, why am I limiting the impossibility? Why am I putting impossible on anything? So when I did, two days after I said that, I was walking over off of Columbus and Norcrest, kind of over across the Lad Street, which is just a neighborhood over next to mine, a real nice neighborhood. Right now I'm up on the hill. You hear all that noise out there. This guy's working back behind me over a couple blocks back. I'm up here on Greenbrier and almost on Hawaii Street. So if you want to look on the maps, you can find out where I'm at. If you look on Google Maps right now, I'll wave at you. <laughs> so I'm walking and I find a tiger's eye. Beautiful polished tiger's eye. It's a nice one. It's for a pendulum. I could take a stick and make a pendulum uh, necklace out of it or whatever. Put it on a ring. It'd be pretty big if I did that. But no, I like it just way it is. Keep finding these. Find the agates. Found an agate the other day. Found some uh, crystal. Uh, amethyst and a regular crystal quartz and I found a piece of crystal quartz on my property that shouldn't have been there and <laughs> yeah and uh, right after I stepped over the threshold and looked on the ground because I have to watch the ground so I don't step on rocks and twist my ankle my right ankle is still weak you know it's, it's healing but it's still weak so I have to watch that because I can just the littlest pebble can throw me off so I'm looking at the ground all the time and guess what I find I find a piece of crystal on my car I just walked through there turned around there it was where I looked on the ground I was like where the hell did this come from there's nobody there there's nobody here except me and a cat She's in front of me. I just gave her food. and It's on the patio. And I picked this piece of crystal. I'm like, wow, this is a piece of shard. This is cool. Nice little piece. And then today, this green, whatever it is. Oh, just drop it. Oh, man, talk on. <laughs> Don't drop it. Now I got to go. Now I got to go take a buffing pad. I'll put that. Oh, I kind of got a little chip on it, but that's okay. Didn't hurt it, though. My God, it's beautiful. I love green. I have a green crystal on my neck. I wear it around my neck. I, I love it pretty cool i just like that stuff i like i'm a rock collector anyway and i love crystals and gems and stuff and so god knows what you like you know don't you find things i find feathers too i used to find a lot of them back when i was struggling with my faith i'd find a lot of feathers and then god was talking to me about psalm 91 back then and i was like walking along reciting it over and over again so i would believe it because i was having a problem believing it wow man i went for years like that had an awakening i was meditating and meditation saved my life people and it was jesus that led me into it Jesus and the doctor. Jesus led me to the doctor. Doctor said, "Get your freaking heart fixed. You know, lose some weight so you can fucking so you can live for a lot." Because I was having you know 165 over 195 blood pressure. That's what it was. It was like that for freaking two years straight. I was depressed. I took Lexapro, it jacked it up, and never came back down until 
I lost the weight. And when I lost the weight, it was through meditation that caused it. I was doing everything right but that. I never even tried that until I started studying science on meditation. It'll tell you it's weight loss, freaking uh, all kinds of stuff. It'll change everything. And it did change everything. It's still changing things today. Now I haven't meditated in a couple days. But when I do, bam, boy, I tell you what, it's like, wow, man, gosh, man. Clarity, all kinds of stuff. I feel better. I smell, I smell better. <laughs> I smell like a burrito most of the time. But yeah, but if I meditate, I don't even smell like that. Even my shoes don't stink. Pretty crazy, huh? All kinds of stuff. It's all messed up in our bodies. Cause like straighten out just through meditation. It's called relaxation. And mindfulness meditation is great too. That's a great one. But you need to relax. You got to relax. And sometimes you just got to drop, unplug completely. I was doing it for an hour, two hours at a time there for a while. And that's when I had the breakthrough. But I was also doing it every single day like that. To lay there for a couple of hours and then come out of it and be like, wow. Having out of body experiences and all kinds of stuff. And that, that's changed my life. And guess what? When I started having out of body experiences, I dropped all that weight. It went off like in a year. It's just boom, let the rest of it. It's like 85 pounds dropped off. Bam, one year, just like that. Stayed off. Still at that weight. It's crazy. Went up a little bit, you know, you go up and down, fluctuate. So it didn't matter either way. It wouldn't have mattered either way anyway. If, if we would have or not have, it, it still was going to happen. It's still going to take place. You know, if you walk outside and feel the air when you go outside, what do you feel? When you walk outside, do you feel tension in the air or do you feel, is it peaceful? And you think on those days when it's peaceful, you're going, ah, oh, this is a great day. And then all chaos breaks loose and it's still peaceful in the air. And you're going like, what the hell? So it's not the, it's not that. Uh-uh. That part of it, I think part of it's society. You know, more people moving around and stuff. But then today is just as busy as it was yesterday. And today is mellower than it was yesterday. Last week on Friday or Saturday, I think it was Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. I walked outside. It was so peaceful. You could hear a pin drop. There was no sounds at all for a few seconds. And then the sounds kind of keyed in from the airport and stuff. I just walked down a hill on a dirt path that I haven't walked down in years because my ankle's been fucked up. And I'm telling you, my ankle's feeling so much better these last, last few months. Just cutting those silt ties. Huge difference. It, whatever it takes to get free, people, that's, that's the key. To get to the place where you feel content. you got to start with contentment. That's where your energy is going to be up at. That's good energy to feed off of, contentment. You can feed off that. It's sustainable. This crazy trap that we're dealing, we've been dealing with since COVID and then Trump and then all this other crazy crap that's been going on. And then whatever chaos going on in our lives that ensues, like my brother's stuff. By the way, he finally came down and he's been sleeping. So I got a little bit of sleep last night. Oh, these are so pretty. I like these flowers so much. God, they smell so good too. The yellow ones. Get these yellow uh, tops on these um, green. Yeah, there's a lot of bees on them, but they, they like me though. They don't bother me. No, they don't bother me. Here, guys. I'm going to just look at this real quick. They're so pretty. Hey, buddy. Hi. Oh, and, uh, no snakes today. <laughs> you're down here walking. I'm down here by the canal walking on the edge of the road. There's a dirt path that goes down the canal bank and then a trail. You know, and I'm on the trail. We forged this trail when we were kids. <laughs> it wasn't here until we started going riding it on our bike. And then um, we took the horses up a few times and stuff. But right down, used to be able to ride down the canals here on the horses. They fenced them off and we can't do that anymore. That was back in the 60s and 70s. It was pretty cool here. Mm. Yeah, I had horses. It was a buddy of mine. Just a block and a half from here, they had a pasture right next to his house where he had his horses. And there was a lot of pasture land in the city back then. It's all changed now. It's all built up. They're building these narrow places that look like you're in San Francisco. You know, and second, right next to each other on one lot. Two a lot, three a lot. They're cool looking, but you know, city's changing. Everything changes, including the atmosphere. I mean, you walk outside, man, it's like it could be so peaceful, and yet 
walk down the street and chaos ensues, you know. But there's a calmness sometimes in the universe that we don't seem to pick up on. And it happens if we just walk outside most of it. Like right now, it's pretty mellow. The air, air is mellow today. Even though there's some stuff going on, the air is mellow. Or the birds are freaking, freaking out next, next to our neighbor's house. There's a tree with a bunch of birds living in it, right? They jump back and forth to these trees, but there's a whole bunch of them all at once. Little chickadees or whatever they are. That breeze feels good. I'm up here on the hill looking over the city. You know, I'm overlooking my neighborhood on Whitey Hill. Standing here looking at this hawk. Hey, there's a hawk on the pole right there. Awesome, baby. That's cool. There's no nest there or anything. It's just sitting there. Wow. <laughs> right on, cool. Like that, peregrine falcons are cool. Even the hawks mellow. It's not even circling for, it's just mellow right now. It was more mellow than this just a few days ago, and it was really a trip, man. It hadn't been like that for a long time. I mean, really long time. I walked out of the side, and I was like, wow. It's going to be a great day. Just thinking, man, this is a day where magic's like really high. Maybe I could freaking trip a couple of lights today because there's a couple I've been working on that I have a hard time getting cooperation out of. I, people are probably thinking I'm nuts, but I am not. I'm telling you the absolute truth. Straight up. It's coming out of my... It's fuck, I'm living it. It's li we're living it. If you don't believe me, find that thing that keys you in. But if you don't believe me, turn the channel off. Turn me off. It's fine. Don't hate on me. My experience in life is going to be different than yours. I'm not hating on any of you. I love everybody. Even Donald Trump, who I'm really mad at that guy, but, you know, he's still a human being, and I do love him. I would still extend him dignity, even my enemy. I still would do what Christ would do and feed my enemy, man. I'd do that anyway. Just wired that way. But then again, I was raised in kind of a semi-religious family, if you think about it. And I started thinking about that the other day. The atmosphere of your family can make a huge difference in your life. When you're a kid and you're like fucking in a stressville all the time and it's not safe to come home, you're getting the crap beat out of you. Believe me, I know exactly what that's like and I am here for you. If you want to talk, email me, call me. You can find my number. Well, if you email me and we get, we strike it up, I'll give you my phone number usually if you need to talk to me and in depth. Nine times out of ten, the computer, typing, texting, text prayers, boom, power. doesn't matter. Nothing, there's no, there's no distance between you and the spirit and I. There's no distance between anybody and the spirit and any of us. Any, as a matter of fact, we're all connected. All of us are. What happens to one person happens to all of us. Did you guys know that? It's actually scriptural. It says that in the Bible, man. It talks about a lot of, a lot of things in the Bible that, are, that we, we are discovering now or right there in scriptures. They've been going on for a long time. And I had a hard time believing all that. Until I started putting it into practice and started seeing God, it's not like it was testing God, like, don't test God, you know, Jesus said that, don't put God to test, you know. But there are some things that you test in life to see where you're at, and God comes through and you're going like, whoa, I wasn't testing God, but God proved himself anyway. And what it is, is it's just your eyes just open up to the fact he's always, always been here. He's always been right next to us, he's always been with us, he's always been with us, he's never left us. No, he's always been here. Hey, squirrel, what's up, buddy? <laughs> Hi, hello, buddy. How are you doing? <laughs> I love it. He goes around the tree and then sticks his head out. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> um, on topic. Still on topic. So it felt really good. I got up this morning, walked outside. I was like, wow, this is different from yesterday. Well, there it is again. That's all right. I know it's a reminder because yesterday when I got back to the house, I sat down and went, darn it, I did it again. <laughs> I left some loose ends. You know, so another one was. The aspect of uh, 
what's going on with my brother is a pretty messed up man and i'm seeing the difference between the power of choice is what i'm seeing let me rephrase this stop what i said for you strike out okay we probably can't just start from here the power of choice is so freaking if you don't believe that you're free did you have the power of choice you have the power of free will did you know that even if you're freaking chained to a wall you still have the power of free will I don't need to go into explanation. Just figure it out yourself. <laughs> think through it. Think it through. Just think these things through. Engage your brain. Engage your mind. And think things through a little bit before you talk even. I was thinking about this, what I was going to talk about this morning since I woke up. Because actually since yesterday. Because I left some loose ends. I'm like, well, yeah, jam them up with two broadcasts like that. It doesn't give people a chance to even hear the one. And I'm thinking, wow, what the hell am I doing this for? Now I'm just like down talking whoop, to another screw right there. Step off the curb and there it is. I just was walking like, I'm whimsically walking around, by the way, <laughs> right now because I'm talking to you guys. Whenever I start walk talking to you guys, I slow down and I start just, I don't even pay attention where I'm going really. I look around a lot trying to figure out where I'm at. I know where I'm at. I'm down the road from my house, but still, you know, <laughs> you ever get lost in your own city? Like, where not, what the hell? What's Oh, I don't recognize this street. It's because it's changed that much. That happened the other day. I knew where I was, but it just for a second, I was like, wait a minute, this wasn't a dream. I was dreaming about this, but I haven't been down this road in years. And it wasn't like this last time I was down it. What the fuck? That's weird. How did I, you know, was there another freaking timeline where I was, you know, where was that Daniel at? Was he, was he there too? Or was, was it always me? You know, I, uh, all these things come to question because when you start having all these experiences, you start realizing that life is a lot more, a lot more to it than what we think. And what we're told from pulpits and ministries and churches and whatever for all these years is always concrete 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 and then you go finding out when you dig into it to go look to find out if it's true uh, let me give you a stark warning right now if you're not ready for it don't do it Ooh, i just planted a seed it's gonna get a whole bunch of people going whoa wait a minute what did he just say if you're not ready for what you're gonna find out don't go looking into things because it'll shake you make sure you're ready before you do in other words Another way to put that is don't freaking just start blabbing your mouth. Think about what you're going to say before you say it. Hell, we used to have this saying go around our neighborhood. Don't say something into your body. Don't put your mouth out there where your body can't, you know, pay, pay the bill. Don't freaking, somebody's going to walk up there and use your body to pay the bill on something you might say. Don't do that, man. Think about it first. So, and I'm looking at these different things that are like out of, out of place. And I'm thinking, well, man, this is. This is where the, most of it's always just a step to the side and then on with the, you know, on with your path. Morning. Morning. How are you doing today? How are you doing? Thank you for your service. You. you bet. You're welcome. I'm doing great. <laughs> so is he. Right on. Thank you for your service, Army guy. Got his hat on. Hey, I see him every once in a while. I realize he's in the Army. He's just walking by with no hat on. I got my grandpa's flying, flying tiger's hat that he got. He was in the Navy, but he uh, ordered Flying Tiger's hats, and I know he can't. He did that because we were talking, and I shared that story when I was younger. And he, he always got his, and people are like, hey, thank you for the service. I'm like, no, no, take it off of me. Listen, it was my grandpa's, man, but I just love that hat. It's so cool looking. Fuck, it's got the airplane on, you know, from the old days, the World War One planes. Fuck, it's just badass hat, man, you know. Flying Tiger, here! You look into this guy's story, because I always thought the Flying Tiger's were... You know, the John Wayne guys, right? You know, yeah, I'm Flying Tiger, John Wayne, however the hell he talks, whatever. But you know, it's rough, tough John Wayne. No, 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 no. Black people, black men, yeah, come on, babies. 
that was a regiment of, that was a squadron of black dudes, man. Flight Tigers was. And it was badass because they were badass freaking pilots, man. You just go freaking watch the stories on these guys and read the stories on them. It's amazing. Wartime heroes, man. I got chills this time. Woo, <laughs> baby. Come on, man. The atmosphere of the air. So my brother's like, got three aneurysms the guy I have taken out. And I talked about this yesterday, right? And heart surgery too and stuff. But he's still going the same direction, doing the same things. And I know what it is. It's the power of addiction. It's the power of this drug is so freaking powerful. It, the addiction is nearly impossible to get free from. And I couldn't have got free from any of any times I got free from it. Whenever I've, I'm never going to fall back into it again because I'm just, I'm not, I'm happy now. I'm happy. Once I hit that, that awakening here, listen, man, the awakening you did to me, it put me in my body, right, on my path, right, in my life, right, caused me to do things that I, see things that I wasn't seeing before about my own personality that needed to change so people wouldn't take advantage of me anymore and things like that. It really reset me right I feel like I'm myself now, not somebody lost. And I am myself, and I'm not lost, and I know exactly what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. That's the weirdest thing. But all of a sudden, it's just after eight years, I'm like, I look back and I'm like, fucking hey, I know exactly what I'm doing. The inner witness, the inner guide, your guide, your best guide's gonna be your inner guide, but you need to wake up. If you got some blo- some something blocking you, you need to take that and remove that. Cause it's not gonna help you if you don't. It's gonna always hinder you and hold you back. Hey, bro. How you doing today? Okay. It's been a while, huh? It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, there's a little baby squirrel right here. Oh no shit. Oh dude, come here, come here, Steve, right? Yeah. Yeah, Steve, I remember. There's a little baby squirrel right here. It's a little baby, right here. There's a little baby squirrel right here. Oh my gosh. Right here. Hey, little buddy. Cool. Well, hi. Stay out of the fucking road. Don't go in the road, okay? Don't cross the street. Stay out of the road. There's cars out there. Go ahead and go up the pole. That's where you live at. Uh huh. It's okay. Nobody's gonna hurt you. Just stay out of the road. Wow, so cute. Oh my, so cute. Really good. Really good. Yeah, yeah. Good to see you, man. Uh, you're live, actually. <laughs> I'm streaming you live. I'm doing my podcast in the morning here. Oh, see, now I had a, I raised a squirrel when it was a baby. You wanna come with me? Okay, come on. You can come up here. Come on. I can't take you home though. No, I can't take you home. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I cannot take. He's on my shoe. Sitting on my shoe. I can't take you home though, baby. Yeah, I don't know where your mommy is. I'm so sorry. I can't take you home because I have a cat. My cat will eat you. Can I put him in your yard? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not sure I'm going to do this, so I'm going to take a step. I know, those are my socks. Yeah, I'm not a tree. I raised a squirrel when I was in Chicago. And uh, me and some friends did. Uh, We found some, we were roofing. And we found some on a roof in a nest. I'm so sorry. I know. It was your mommy. I know. It's so scary. I know. I know, little buddy. I know, little buddy. It's okay. You stay. You want to go back up there? Okay, come here. Come on. Get on my hand. Get on my hand. Okay, come on. How can we get him in your yard there? Oh, oh, good. Go on. Go on. Go 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 ahead. Go. Go. You're doing good. He's climbing the fence. Oh, he's kind of sliding down, though. Climb up there. You can do it. You can do it, guy. Come on. You can do it. I bet you he fell out of the tree. I think he did, too. I think he fell out from up there. Yeah. Right up there on top of the pole. He's trying to get back in the yard, though. I know that. There's a way for him to get in there. Oh, right, right here, right here. Little buddy, come here. Come here, come here, come here. Right here, right here's a place. Right here, right here, right here, right here. See, see that right there? You can get right through there. Yeah, right through there. Right through here. Right through there. Right there. See? You can go there. Go ahead. You can fit through there. Yeah. 
Oh, I'm so sorry, little buddy. Bring him up here. I can take you home. Come on, going up here. There's a gap right here. Come on, little buddy. Come on. Come on up here. Come on. Come on. Follow me. Come here. Come on. Come on. Come on. He's okay. Come on. It's okay. Looky. Looky right there. Looky right here. You can go through there. Yeah, you can go there. It's okay. Come on. See. 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 Looky. Looky. You can go right through there. See. See. Go ahead. It's okay. Oh, that fly got right in my eye. <laughs> this is all live. She's so cute. Oh, you're so tiny. It's okay. You can go through that gate right there. Oh, I know you want to come home with me. I know you do. But I'm not your mommy. No. I'll see you later, okay? It's okay. Don't be afraid. Go ahead. Here you go. Go ahead. Good. We got him through the gate. All right. Good. All right. No, no. I'm going to go bye-bye, okay? You stay here with Steve, okay? You stay here with Steve. Stay here. I gotta go home. You stay here. I'll see you later. It's okay. You can stay here with Steve. He's right behind you. Okay, stay there. You stay there. No, don't follow me. Bye bye. All right, Steve. Peace, okay. brother. Hey, we'll see you, man. Yeah. No, he's still right there on that side of the side of the gate, right there by the post. Okay. Cool. He'll come back in. That was pretty cool. Hey, Steve. See you, bud. Yeah, you too, man. That was cool. So. Squirrel is tiny, would fit in your hand, right? And I got this relationship with squirrels anyway, because um, the raising one in Chicago, well, a bunch of us had some squirrels in it. But anyway, um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of crazy. Um, I don't know, I just got a relationship with animals. And uh, believe me, there's dogs that like to bite me. I mean, my neighbor's dog would probably like to bite me because I ran it off the other day to trying to eat another dog, but. Squirrels, hey, let me take pictures of them. Uh, if I ask them, they'll pose for me. Um, <laughs> they always checking me out. They don't usually run off very far when they come up. Um, if I stop and talk to them, they'll stop and listen. Um, chipmunks, they're, they're another one too, man, up in the mountains. Chipmunks just absolutely love me. I do not know why. I started when I was a kid, and I just think it's a gift. I don't know. But um, I have exercised... Uh, what others would call magical abilities, which aren't really magical abilities, because we all have the same ability to connect with anything and anything and everything, and especially animals who are completely neutral. And they're neutral. The hostility comes up after. They look at that and they go, wah! If you can, if you can get them past that. But what it is, main, nine times out of ten, what most animals fear. Fear is what causes them to become hostile towards us a lot of times. Now, there are animals that will eat us, obviously, but... You know, it's just, anyway, there's times, man, like when I was like driving and clicking lights where it was in syncopation where I could click them, get them to click right after they change and pull up to a stoplight, they change, and I go, boom, and change it. It's in a few seconds. Tapping on the steering wheel to find a rhythm, feeling that cadence inside my heart, in my chest, feeling the cooperation happen in the spirit, in the aether right next to me or within the car, you know, right next to you, right here, what you're breathing, your body, your air, right next to your body, what I'm talking about. I'm at the park now, so is there any dog crap right there? No, I'm walking right over here and I'm sit down at this table and finish this broadcast. So, different things like that. And I think that this static was gonna interfere and it wouldn't. Or it would, either way. You know, it was like some days it would, some days it wouldn't. It wouldn't matter if it was static or not. And I think that part is us. That part of that, that we're, it's on some days and off some days. Because don't you feel on and off some days? I mean, good God. 
I think it's always conducive. Because to be honest with you, for life to exist, we'd have to have it have to all be in cooperation, all of it, including the ether, and this, whatever you want to call it, the energy and energy field that's around us to tap into and electricity and all kinds of crap out of the, the uh, space. And I'm not talking about magic like I'm a magician on freaking stage doing magic tricks. No, 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 no. There's no tricks about this at all. I mean, if anything, it's just keying in right. Joy is a huge one. Having a positive mental mental positive attitude, that's big, man. If you don't got that, man, you, you're going backwards. Actually, you are. Because uh, what if my, when I found out from the way our brain works, neuroplasticity, you're actually either gaining or shrinking, one of the two. So you wonder why people feel like their life's going nowhere and they're lost and they're not getting anywhere and they kind of feel like, oh, I don't have any good things in my life, blah, blah, blah. You wonder where that comes from? Well, there you go. It's all connected. So my brother keeps making these decisions to do this thing and I see what it is it's locked into that and I kind of wonder you know he says you know he I, I believe in Jesus I'll pursue Jesus it's like well it's a matter of believing everybody believes or doesn't but most people believe but it's a matter of that it's just, are you letting your life be influenced by God or not was I when I was in that same state no I was trying to and he said the same thing I'm trying to I'm like, I understand that I understand it's power of addiction this drug is so fucking addictive. Now, it's got fentanyl mixed in it, so it's really dangerous. My brother has some, has some uh, strokes, shooting up dope, smoking dope. Hasn't stopped in since uh, the 80s. That's when it started in the 80s, early 80s. Well, one of these broadcasts this month, because it's Halloween month, I'm going to broadcast something about some spooky shit that happened to me back in the 80s. Now that I brought up the 80s, because it reminded me of that, so heads up on that. It's going to be a fun broadcast. Ooh, scary shit, right? It's fucking real scary shit. Some crazy stuff, fucking supernatural stuff. Anyway, um, I'll let the story here. <coughs> I'm real close to the house. Sorry, I had a frog in. Still coughing crap out from last year. So, post nasal drip. That's what I mean. I have post nasal drip. I have freaking crazy ass sinuses. Isn't right now, they're like half plugged and half not. And it's driving me nuts, but it's going down the back of my throat. You know what I mean? It's just life. We're humans. <laughs> if you're tense, you may need to go take a poop. Yes, I said it. You might need to go take a crap in the toilet. Go leave yourself a drop in the toilet and flush that thing out of you. Because that might be what's making you all tense and crazy. Because toxic energy is stored inside the body as well as outside the body as it comes from other people's bodies and life itself. So then, hi, Bobby. Hi, Tony. Hi, Rose. Hi, everybody. Hi, people playing tennis. Hello, everybody. Hello, Earth. We're almost home. So... Trying to help him move away from that, but he's, I'm watching him make mistake after mistake. I'm sitting there going, oh my God, this guy's going to kill himself. I think, I, well, I know why he's doing it, but I think that it's going to take him before anything else is because it's going to cause something really bad to happen, like another fucking stroke, right? Oh, shit. And he's got, somebody's got to take care of him or he's dead one of the two. I mean, come on. You know, it's just like, oh my God. What are we doing, people? What are we doing to see the lives of the people around us by, by the choices we make? You know, after I had that awakening, I didn't even think about the choices I, I was making, about how it, it, it didn't even matter to other people. I didn't care because I was so damn mad about the past. I was so damn hung up on bullshit from the past. Past relationships with women, past relationships with men, you know, friends. Friends, basically, and then dates. Dating women and then friends. And then, and or bosses, and or people you work around, and or bullshit fucking family crap. And all of it was going on all at once, all the time, all those years. Fuck. 
I was looking for an escape because I needed a pressure release and I couldn't find one. Drugs fucking one of the devil stand right there. Oh, hey, check this out. Swinging his little freaking keychain, right? You're going like, wow, man. But that's not the, that's not the answer. Because that takes the world, that's, that takes it even further away. You take you further away from yourself, further away from your family, further away from any of your plans, further away from your dreams, further away from anything that you're dealing with. Isolates you and put you in a spot and you're going like, man, why did I listen to that devil? standing there what does he mean it's so appetizing well you know drugs are so appetizing it's like you see your friends they're like happy and they're having fun you're like wow i need some energy i'm fucking drained yeah i do a little bit of crank oh you on coffee no no i tried a diet pill here you go try this or this or uh, no, i got some crank or i got some meth or whatever you know and you're like um uh, and then you try it one day and you're like oh fuck and then he's like bam pretty soon you're like knee deep in the crap and then you're ankle deep and then, i mean knee deep and then waist deep and then pretty soon you're over your head and that shit's consuming your life your body your brain you're thinking. You can't think straight anymore. You're burning your freaking brindle branches in your brain. You're burning these spots where connections are happening. You're burning out. You're creating a place where it's dark in your brain. Have you ever looked at the brain when it's on meth? There's, 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 you can look at the pictures. You can see before, after. The facts. It's incredible. Look at neuroscience, man. You'll, you'll, it'll blow you away. You know? And it'll start you making you think, man, I need to, be, I need to be smart about my life. Education's huge. Do it. It'll save your life. Meditation's huge. Do it. It'll save your life. Giving your life to Jesus. Do it. He'll save your life. And take you to all these other things. If he doesn't take you into those things, it's probably because you didn't need it. Or maybe you're just resisting him. Be still, know God. What do you think that means? Meditate. And now I'm at the, I'm at the end of this broadcast. You guys have a great day. God bless you. Don't touch your dial. We'll be right back. Yahoo! Rev DDT. Universal Broadcast. Broadcasting live across the universe. This is Rev DDT. <laughs> Later, everybody. What a day, what a day. What a day, what a day, what a mighty good day. Oh, yeah. What a day, what a day, what a mighty good day. Oh, yeah.